0: And you're very welcome to Wade in as we look back on the weekend that was the prospect of galloping this shop against bob ollinger chellum got very real after Mullins' comments last week and we talked paul Kimmage, steve man part two oshie murphy's ban and all your listener questions answered as well in the company of mr kevin Blake. Kerry kev
1: good morning hugo i'm in uh fantastic form by all accounts yeah <laughs>
0: As am I, my friend, as am I. We we today are the first time I can say on this podcast that you and I will look worse than Tony Calvin does. Is that fair to say? <laughs> yeah,
2: <that's> like <laughs> said uh, Alcohol is the devil's seed, you as you well know. <laughs> it is. It is. And I have been growing grass all the time. Last... <laughs> how are you, Vanessa?
3: <laughs> look, Hugh, if you want an open and honest relationship with me, then you need to yeah. tell me yeah. how many shandies did you have last night?
0: shandies none I can tell you I have absolutely <laughs> zero shandies which is probably my problem if I stuck to the shandies nest, I'd be right as rain but anyway there okay, we go
2: well at least at least you're not riding at Newmarket this afternoon <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. Jesus. laughs>
0: we'll bye, come bye. back to that we'll come back to that a little bit later on <laughs> nicely done um, listen guys before we get into it I do want to remind you it's week two of Grow Your Roar for Cheltenham. so bet £20 on horse racing in a week on the book or the exchange to add £10 to your Cheltenham free bet pod terms and conditions apply if you bet £20 on a race basically in a single week you can split it across several races you can bet it on one race alone you'll be uh, getting 10 pounds for free to add to your Cheltenham bank and the uh, bet will be credited on the 14th of march terms and conditions apply see betfair.com for more details right guys well, let's talk about um not so much the weekend that was but we will start with that if you don't mind um and the and hurdle picture i still think nothing will be vauban but your kev that's just my view um if you looked at the weekend and you saw my salute win the adonis and he's 12 to 1. Is that the kind of bet that would appeal to you, or do you think uh, he ran okay, but it won't really trouble the trial picture?
1: Um, oh, look, he's a lovely horse, in fairness to him. He keeps winning, you know, he's, he's winning greater races. See, you know, the, the fact that the runner up made the mistake he did at the last certainly helped him, mm. but um, you know, he was giving weight away to the second, and uh, like he grounded out well. He, he's a very solid horse. He went into that race with a rating of 137. So, look, I want well, to assume he'll go for the triumph. and um, They'd have the option at the Boodles if they wanted to do that. But, um, you know, five out of five over hurdles. He's fully entitled to take his chance to triumph. Um, how will he measure into the Irish horses? Um, it, it's hard to know. You know, Pipe Piper came over and did what he did there a few weeks ago. Um, I know there, there's some interlinking form there with the runner-up that day. They finish, ultimately finished well, beat behind-night salute, which would give you some encouragement. But... Um, the feeling is the Irish horses, the, the best of them at least, might be a little way ahead of Knight's salute, but um, like I say, fully entitled to go and have a crack at them.
0: Yeah, is, is that your view as well? TC, that you know, he'll probably find one or two, a few better. I did see you know, comment at the weekend say that he he just does enough, so I don't know
2: if that means yeah. we
0: might see more from him if
2: he's under more pressure. But what was your view? No, that? it was a good performance, wasn't it? It was given five pounds to the second, you know, what's not to like, five from five, you know, proven on the track. Yeah, just get the impression there. The English juveniles are about seven to ten pounds off the Irish counterparts' minimum. The the second ran really well, actually. The second probably would have won if they hadn't made that last minute, uh, last fence mistake. Traded at one point one five in running. So, and I thought that was a really promising performance. And you know, he's okay at twenty to one, Teddy Blue. But no, I I, I can't see. uh, I can't see any of those really troubling the, the top two or three in the market.
0: Yeah, and Carrie Allen also won at the uh, the weekend. Vanessa, I backed the horse that fell at the second last. He was travelling like a dream at 28 to 1, so I nearly threw up what he did. but oh. um, So I kind of didn't pay attention after that. It was too busy oh. pulling my hair out. But <laughs> of those horses for the weekend, who's the, who's the one takeaway that you'd
1: have from those?
3: Uh, Echo much of what Tony and Kevin have just said there in terms of the Irish horses, I think mm. will turn out to be significantly better in the triumph in the juvenile department. And I... Pre-this weekend, I backed one horse that won this weekend for the Triumph Hurdle, and it definitely wasn't night salute. I backed Iker Allen at 25s okay. each way after the Spring Juvenile. He just travelled like that day like a real eye catcher. I think he was one of the horses to take out of that race just in terms of progression. And then obviously I was delighted to see what he did. At the weekend, I think he'd be better going left-handed. He's probably a long way off, fully developed, whereas you're looking at a horse like Knight Salute, who's doing what he's doing, and he's probably, I don't know how much improvement is left there. Mm. Whereas I think for a few of the Irish horses, they're very much, as with juveniles, tend to be on a very upward progression. And I just think Ikea Allen is a horse that could take a massive step forward. He took a step forward this weekend, and I expect him to take another step forward for the triumph. I'm not saying he's going to win, but I liked him in an each way price at 25s and... So that was my shout.
2: I was. I would kind of like because we got the weights. We finally got the weights on Tuesday, so mm. I think a lot of these, a lot of these uh, juveniles might be rerouted to the boodles if they get a suitable yeah. mark. I think Icarl M might be one of those. Unfortunately, okay. yeah, but,
3: no, I, I, could see that, and uh, and actually, I, I wouldn't say Knight's Loot is absolutely nailed on for the triumph either. Uh, no. um, but because the triumph is at the top of the market, looks like we've got an above-average renewal of it, and those couple of horses at the top of the market, Pi Piper, yeah. Bluban, um, they look like you know very decent animals. So yeah. I could see others swaying away, and that might well happen. Look, not like even, even there, you know,
2: yeah, even Phil Door might go there. I mean, the one I did like, I mean, I'm not going to go on about it because we haven't got the weights. But I thought Joseph's horse, uh, Prairie Dancer. But finished second to Calvin, and I thought he, he shaped quite well. he was interesting okay. that his best form came with blinkers and and better ground on the flat, so he could be interesting again if he okay. gets a, if he gets a half decent mark.
0: Good stuff. All right, that's the triumph uh, done, guys. And um, last week Willie Mullins interesting comments Tony Calvin about um, I guess the two and a half miler, and um, you know in terms of Bob Bolinger and and whether or not de Deschamps is likely to take him on. It does seem like Willie is leaning very much towards two and a half miles. If he does. I'm With Gallopin Deschamps just because of his jumping, and it's I, I, like if you asked me at the festival last year after he won, um, the Ballymore, if I'd be deserting, you know, whatever race he goes for by Ollinger at the festival, I just said you're absolutely
2: mad, but I think I will be on Gallop and Deschamps. What do you think? Yeah, um. Yeah. I just looked at the shade before we came on, and they're two point seven six the pair. So you know, mm-hmm. it, it does look like they're going there, and and it's quite interesting that Venetia Williams today has been making noises. And oh, we'll see what the ground is for the Long Press before deciding what that one's target is. So oh. it could well be that it could well be that you know we've got a proper, we we might even get a literal matchup. We've got a question a bit later. At the at the moment, it's forty two bar the top three in the market for the Turners. That's 42. 40, oh 41 to one, bar the top three of the market. We could get an exceptionally small field there. So even, pri-
0: even Price Blind likes that one, TC. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back, the whole lot, back the whole lot and hope the outsider of three wins. Um, yeah, I really had not got an opinion. But what I would say, is it really annoys me. People could saying about, oh, I'm going for the two mile five novice chase. It isn't. It's two mile three, 186 yards. So... Mm. Um, it is a more relative speed test for Galloping to coming back in trip, but I, I wouldn't have a massive opinion, to be honest with you. I'd probably Gallop Galloping, but... What, 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 opinion, but no. Kev, you were down at William Mullins' yard. What, what's your view on...
0: Um, well, I suppose
1: I had a different read on it than most, like as I, I was kind of taken aback by the the widespread dismay on social media when the quotes came out. Like there was fellas, you know. Whoa,
3: whoa, whoa Kevin! You were taken aback by people getting the wrong end of the stick and overreacting on social media. What the? What not the even that, but just just the, <laughs> not not
1: so much what getting the wrong right end of the stick, but be but being so surprised that Willie might, uh, you know, was was leaning towards the two and a halfer because, like to me, all season he's looked the two and a halfer. Um, Like the way he jumps His style of racing etc Like to me And it sounds like after timing But I'm sure But I said it in this show A few times Like to me He's always looked like the A mid-ranger um, Certainly this season And You know I think I made the point before That while You know People I think Can fall into the trap Of leaning on What we saw over hurdles uh, As like The most relevant evidence And people will look at His hurdle form And say well He won a grade one Over three miles It was his best performance Over hurdles sure to be a three-miler Over fences But Um, like the the evidence that we've seen over fences to me is more relevant than that and if you just saw his two runs over fences I don't think you'd be dreaming of going up to three miles like he clearly does stay but Hmm. he he has like a high cruising speed and a a kind of an aggressive jumping style over two and a half so I I feel he'd be a difficult ride for Paul if, if he stepped him up a trip whereas he'd be a very straightforward spin over two and a half so um, I can absolutely see that um, I think it's the right race for him I'm sure look it gives us uh, you know a rare hopefully a rare like real blockbuster clash because when you have uh, four novice chasers at the Cheltenham festival they usually find a way to to duck and dive each other so if we get yeah. the, the, the two biggest you know two of the biggest novice chasers in the game going head to head on the biggest stage so that's what it's all about.
0: Absolutely, it's another proper and, and, matchup, and, and, we won't
1: be disrespectful to the, the potential third in as well, because the long press is, is, it looks a very, very good horse too. So, you know, this could be a, a rifle.
0: Right yeah, it's a tri-cast all the way for Price Blind. But like in terms of a proper matchup, Vanessa, you know, like you got obviously <laughs> an argument versus Shishkin and then potentially this as well. Also, the other factor to consider is obviously for the 3 minor, um, that, you know, a lot of people are going to get stuck into Brave man's game now if these, uh, you know, if these two horses meet up in the two-and-a-half-mile race.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It could be a smash-up between Gallop and Champs and Bob Ollinger over the two mile four and then potentially a British smash-up between Brave Man's Game and hoist and your in the three miler. Um I'd be I mean, I can see why Gallop in de Champs will be sent over the shorter trip. Uh it'd be disappointing for me because I'm a Lahon press fan. And disappointing also in regards to what Tony just said there about Venetia's ground concerns. I think he'd operate on better ground anyway. I think that would be a cop out, to be honest with you. Um, and I I really want to see him go over the two and a half against the Irish. lot I've said this before, I don't necessarily think he's got the absolute class of a Bob Ollinger or a gallopin and Deschamps, but his jumping takes him up a fraction. And I think he'd you know, put their jumping under a fair bit of pressure around Cheltenham. And I'd love to see that. So I really hope he goes there and I hope yeah. they don't cop out on ground reasons. And then moving up to the three miler, um, everyone will latch on to Brave Man's Game. And I, I couldn't, how could you say not to? You know everything he's done so far, how he's been campaigned the way in which he jumps, the way in which the, you know, the trip will be ideal. A hoisin, oh, I'd love to see him put up a proper performance. But I think he'd have to. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be taking on Brave Man's Game. No,
2: I'm with you. I'm with just, you. just on that three miler, I, I, had a good look at it last night. and and, you know, mm-hmm. if Gallop and Duchamp doesn't go there, that really opens it up because a in your we don't even know where if that one's going. Cappadano's probably the fourth in. That was yeah. unseated last time, so and he came back sore after that. The one, I, the one I've been chipping away at is uh, three under through five on the exchange at 16 to one um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: plus. Yeah, you, know. Um, he's got, you know, obviously, it's nickel second string. Uh, the horse is definitely going here. He's improving. He's got course form. Um, he's ground versatile, he's progressive I think he's going under the radar a little bit given the depth of the race at uh, around about the 16 to 1 mark so okay. 300 through 5 is the one's interesting. I mean there is, there is some 14s Norman and bet knocking around as well but uh, as he's definitely going for the race I'd, I'd be inclined to take my chances 16 to 1 plus on the exchange so 300 through five is the way i'm looking at the free model totally. at the moment yeah that's uh, basically based the story just remember hughes golf game and
0: you'll remember tony's tip right stephen mahan uh, part two kevin blake in the sunday independent irish sunday independent yesterday um uh, to me i am i don't know i'm quite curious as to why paul kim chose to write his autobiography in a newspaper over two weekends that's <laughs> literally that's literally all i took from this i don't understand the big fuss about it i don't understand the big front page splash about this um, scoop or exclusive or this story that seems to be building to absolutely nothing, and um, the whole thing is completely bizarre to me.
1: Yeah, bizarre is the word I think I used last week. And you know, look, we—I think we are all said, look, we had our issues with it, but look, we so said, look, we'll see what part two brings. We, you know, it seems to be building to something. My view was that it was building to a, you know, making a case for Stephen Mahan having been a the victim of a miscarriage of justice. Sure, look, that's where it seems to have ended up. Um, like like you say, very very long, like really long, like seven eight thousand words. I'd say, um, not the easiest thing to follow. Um, like uh, there's probably a number of different ways of reading it. Like I, everyone will take different things from it, depending on what your I suppose your preconceived skew and things is. Um, but it, it like to nutshell it as best I can. Like I just didn't think there was anything really in it, and I I just I just remain flabbergasted that Stephen Mahan would be, you know, used as a source in this way, you know, and for so much to be overlooked. And, you know, you could, if you were of a forgiving nature, um, you know, speculate that that maybe Paul Kimmage was slightly ignorant of, of the full extent of the background of Stephen Mahan prior to part one, he certainly wouldn't have been ignorant um, given all the coverage that that was there midweek. And, you know, he's again, down, though
0: he's doubled down. On- yeah, and again, Kevin, all, all, like all, the, all the
1: highly relevant stuff was 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 overlooked again. You know, just the the fact that one line was given to Pike Bridge that case from from two thousand and seven, and for it to be kind of almost dismissed as you know, I quote another complex case you know to insinuate that 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 there was issues with that case too when you know this is something that the law court sorted out it's black and white on the record you know what that case was all about i I just found the whole thing very curious like you say hugh these have been given a massive build up you know explosive irish racing's dirty secrets and and it's all fire and fury with, with, with no substance you know, and then towards the back end of it, we get a repeat of, you know, something that we saw from him before, you know, mention that these letters that he received from unnamed people about unnamed trainers, you know, go back years and years about what they were supposedly doing. Like, it's it's just frustrating because there's just so little product, so much noise, so much mud being slung, but so little end product. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I, just, it, it, and I, I can feel it in the industry. Like, there's just a, like, not everyone's... you know, you know, plenty of people are kind of happy that there's scrutiny being thrown in this area, but there's just a great amount of frustration that there's just so little coming of it, you know? i, I
0: put it to you, Tony Calvin. If I yeah. had if I had submitted this article to a uh, newspaper editor, I had have been laughed out of the office and run out of town. It would yeah. never have made the light of day. Paul Kimmage is trading on his reputation and yeah. what he has done in the past, particularly with regards to Lance Armstrong and several other um, extremely high-profile um, investigative pieces that he has done.
2: But this is laughable. Yeah, well don't you you ref well you don't you don't reference but you're referring to uh the rugby stuff you, you tried yeah. to do as well and, and failed in the area. I mean well, I I'm I've been quite open about this. I I'm like I say I am I'm, I'm pretty sold on the idea that um there is a drug problem in UK and Ireland, just as there is uh worldwide. Um that's but that's all hearsay. But when you've got a guy like Kimidge who's who's building himself up this with the front page splashes and the headlines, and he comes up with this. I mean, it, it, it's just empty. I mean, it's like a half an hour of my Sunday morning, I'll never get back. I mean, there was literally nothing in it. I mean, like I said, and I say this from someone who, who wants someone to put the flesh on the bones, who wants some names, perhaps naively, on this. And, and he, it's quite clear he couldn't stand anything up. Now I imagine he's been a broken man in the last week. If he he's filed, the way these things work is he'd have probably filed this this one this one these two pieces as one at the start of it so his sports editor and his news editor can, can look through it. And he's come up with this. It's literally nothing. Um, and it uh, and where do, where does he go from here? I mean that that is an, that was an embarrassing follow up article. And like you said, if you hang your hat on a headless chicken like Stephen Marne, and you come up with that, then you, de- you, you deserve all the derision that you, you receive. And he should get a plenty there because he's built himself up and he's come back flat.
0: It's, it's, it's very frustrating, Vanessa, I have to say, you know, to read. I, I, Kevin made the point as well, you know, skipping around issues and kind of flirting with, you know, words around really grave animal cruelty issues and cases that are well documented that have been through the course and um, it's very frustrating if you're a horse lover or if you're a fan of the industry it almost seems to make light of of, of instances in Stephen Mann's past that are well documented um, and that are pretty horrific and it seems to almost skirt over them as if, as if they're almost irrelevant really
3: yeah, absolutely. There was a lot in the article that, you know, he's clearly picked and chosen what he wanted to include in the article based on the direction he wanted to take the viewer, um, the reader's thoughts in. There was loads of red herrings in there. You know, one case in particular was honed in on and um, in regards to the horse that was found with the leg injury. But that same visit, another horse was found with a wound on it that needed I think the exact quotation from the hearing was direct medical care yet that case that horse was left out of the article altogether that was abandoned there's lots that was left out and lots that was put in and pushed hard um, loads of red herrings I mean I finished the article and I honestly all joking aside I was just like is there a part three here because what what oh, has happened here? Well that know, is, the, that no, but is, I, genuinely yeah. there was just so there was it was so there was so non there was not any conclusion from it. I read it twice, like I had to read it twice. And when I got to it the first time, I thought, is there a part three coming? And when I got to it the second time, I thought, okay, the takeaways I'm getting from this, and I may be wrong, maybe I'm reading this wrong, but it's so confusing, and there's so many words, and so little of it actually matters. That my takeaway was Is Kimmage attempting to suggest that the IHRB are not doing their job properly and they're trying to stitch Mahan up? He's trying to prove that by showing that they're trying to stitch Mahan up and make him a non-creditable whistleblower in the drugs call-out situation. That was my takeaway from this. And if they are trying to muddy his name anymore, I don't understand why they would be. Why would they be? It's already muddied. And they don't want to... None of us want the drug situation if there is a drug situation, if to be brushed under the carpet. The IHRB don't want that either. You know, I just don't get what all the cross wires are. And at the end of the day, all we want, and it's what we said last week, is facts, names, and evidence right now. Because as it plays out in this soap opera time, in this soap opera way, it's just making a mockery of the sport. And it's so unhealthy. It's like a rotten apple affecting everything. And it's the last thing racing needs at the the moment. All we need here is names, evidence and facts. And Paul Kimmage, FYI, when he broke the news on the, you know, Lance Armstrong, let's say, when he broke that, he had no qualms about putting the name out there. He had no qualms about pulling up the evidence he had, right? He went, like, my dad followed that at the time because he's big into his cycling. I've spoken to him about this. Like, he had no issue with saying names if he had them, and so he wouldn't have any issues here, right? And all I'm saying is I just can't have this. I I just, I can't have this soap opera. I want the facts. I'm happy for it to be uncovered. I just don't want this sort of shit two-part novel by Mm. a man on an ego trip.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, okay. like, 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 it's a bit that's unfair. Right. It's a bit unfair to, for, to bring up the cycling kid because obviously he had evidence there so and the lawyers allowed. But him
3: that's what I'm saying: is he obviously yeah. doesn't yeah. have
2: evidence here? I, I, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that.
0: But all he has it, is it, hearsay. I
3: mean, yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hearsay and conjecture. Those are kinds of evidence to go to sentence. Speaking of, um, um, I guess, you know, so that's Paul Kimmage on Stephen Mann's uh, autobiography. Um, Matt Chapman uh, is uh, obviously pushing for oshin Murphy's autobiography or lead defence counsel uh, based on comments from him over the weekend. Um, Tony Calvin, which I found, um, you know, quite <laughs> amusing to say the least. Um, defender in chief. I don't know what much happened. what his skin in the game is. But just in terms of the overall picture with Oshie Murphy and his band, do you think he has been uh, fairly treated, hardly,
2: harshly treated? How do you see this? Uh, like everyone else, you know, I think we're expecting him maybe six months backdated from when he gave up his license in, in December to have him back for... For Royal Ascot, uh, that didn't, you know, that didn't come about. And reading the actual transcript, um, it's quite apparent why. I mean, he got fourteen months, you know, backdated three months, and he could have got a lot more. I mean, that that Mykonos episode where you know he he went to Mykonos, uh, a red zone, a red zone country, came back and lied about it for months on end. Um, just, just an absolutely shocking scenario. So, I mean, he could have got a lot more. I mean, I mean, they could have got up to two years. So, I think, like anybody else, on reflection, you think you know, eleven months, forty months, however way you want to spin it, is it, probably fair. In order, I mean, Chapman he's just made himself look a, a complete joke on on the opening show, and, and he doubled down on on racing debate yesterday. I didn't watch any of the any of the two programs live, but. Obviously, I've been alerted to him. I went back and watched them. And I mean, where, where is he getting off? I mean, I mean, it's like clickbait TV. It's like, I, mean, I really, I would really, you no, know, I would love to have been on that for pro- any of those two programmes. Because, I, 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 you know, I'd, I'd have given his doctor a, a third option about where to take his next temperature. I'd have ripped him, I'd have ripped him a bloody new hole. Because, you know, that, that, that exchange with Adele Mulroney, for God's yeah. sake, I mean... He actually went at her. She can defend herself and she did quite well. But I mean, to say to him, Oh, why does he need 14 months to, to get his to get his house in order? He's an addict, et cetera, et cetera. She never said any such thing. And Ollie no, did not didn't, didn't, Ollie, Ollie should have pulled up on it, she pulled up on him about that. And, and, and you know, and I like Fitzy to have gone in harder on him as well. It's and you know, and Sean's obviously the presenter he gives him a lot of scope yesterday, but that was just Another fifteen of uh, pure drivel. I mean, a lot of people have got a lot of questions to answer here. I think the sport has, as a whole, because they really protected him, molly coddled him. However, you want to do it, I mean he was still being wheeled out as you know the the Champions Day ambassador in twenty twenty when he had all the drugs thing hanging over him. Um, still can't enjoy. get over
3: that, Tony. Still yeah,
2: can't the, get over that. Uh, you know that Great British Racing. We're, you know we're rolling him out as you know as was you know as all the. All the racing channels yeah. covering that and they all did you have a situation where you know his employers they obviously weren't on top of his the situation uh there was a good piece by a, a brave piece by jack keen in the sun I, I read on sunday morning i don't know when it went out live about you know saying his employers have got questions so answer as well I, I think the whole thing is is an absolute it's pretty scandalous i mean i mean well, I'm sure the others will come on to it. William Buick should be absolutely sick. I think Oshie Murphy should relinquish his 2021 title, but and give it to Buick. But would Buick expect it in the, uh, accepting the circumstances? No. Mm. The whole thing is just pretty rancid from from stop to uh, from yeah. start to
0: finish. It does seem that Kev. It does seem that I. I'll I tell you what. Even like from like, from the outside, and I'm, I'm putting myself on the outside here, looking in. The whole thing is just bizarre to me.
1: Um, yeah, look, it's a it's a guy that that wasn't um didn't think the rules applied, you know. I think it was the summation in the in the judgment. You know, I think I, unfortunately I wasn't able to sit in on the hearing. I, I was I was away on a on a on a work related thing. I was keen to sit. Junker. in on it. I, I think yeah. essentially. Um, I think <laughs> the, um, I, was on I the think the I, I think the the text of what went down. I think will be quite revealing. You know, having spoken to a few people that were sitting in, you know, the details. The, the, the extent of the deception, you know, I think will will, 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 will be quite shocking. And look, he, he's got a heavy, heavy punishment. Um, You know, any punishment for someone at the top of the game like him is going to be a multiplier. There's going to be a multiplier in terms of impacts. But but look, these are the prices you pay when you're at the top. You know, you, that's that's why you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. And, you know, to say that, that, that oh, you know, it's essentially a million pound fine you know, again, it's not applicable to say that, you know, he should be treated more leniently because he's, he says he's an addict again, not applicable. You know, if I, if I'm an alcoholic and I jump into my car full of beer and kill someone, I don't, I won't go in front of a judge expecting to be treated leniently because I'm an alcoholic. No. You know, that, that's the reality of it. You know, you have to be, there's mitigation um, to an extent, but you have, you're all, everyone's ultimately responsible for their own actions. And, you know, if he, you know, she was an alcoholic throughout all this period and we're talking of a period of years again, and the people around him would have questions to answer, you know, how he was uh, allowed to go out and participate in a sport like, you know, race riding um, when he wasn't well. But, um, you know, it's we have to take a lot on trust here. But look, we, we know what we know. You know, we had three alcohol failures in the space of less than three years. You know, in the last decade, you know, tens of thousands of alcohol tests. There's only been 17 failures, three of them are now washings. You know, complying with the rules on that front was clearly a big issue um and look there's prices to pay and he'll pay them um and look hopefully it's kind of it acts as a turning point and he he, he does the right thing and in the meantime you know you just hope that his weight and everything else um stays in order while he's away if that that would be a big concern um mm. to outside observers i suspect and um and look you hope that he that he gets into a, a place where he's you know happier with himself and, and living a uh, a more professional lifestyle and i could come back and, and be a, be a top jockey again but i i don't uh, like tc it surprised me how long he got but, but when you know when we, you lay out all the charges all the guidelines and penalties it, you know it's perfectly justifiable it, it's a heavy heavy penalty but he did badly badly wrong and um i wouldn't be i wouldn't be crying out for leniency given the the, the charge sheet Okay, um, Vanessa,
0: we've had three questions from um, listeners in relation to uh, The Weekend Just Gone and Saudi Arabia. So, Martin, should British trainers be supportive of a uh, despotic regime and human rights abuses uh, by having runners in Saudi Arabia? Is there any defence for such actions? JK, how many years will uh, Dwyer get for his GBH charge after his ride in Saudi? And um, a couple more. Um, Mike, is, um, as well, says, Mike Parsons says, it's a very sad day for British racing, in my view, that we're involved in any way with Saudi Arabia. Um, look, I, I guess this is the issue of of sport and morality and politics all coming together under one beautiful bowl. Um, you know, what's your view on this? I, I have to say I have absolutely zero interest in the racing anyway. Um, the fact that it was in Saudi Arabia, I guess copper fastened that view, but what's your own take on it?
3: Look, like sports washing isn't a new thing, is it? Um, it's been no. used a lot by regimes where a lot of bad things go on to try and normalise um, the way in which they dictate in their country and Saudi is a main player in that we've seen it with golf with boxing with the f1 it's an attempt to make their regime seem, nor- seem normal by bringing in sport um and, and we've seen it in other countries as well Russia too obviously and that's a whole another topic altogether at the moment it's all an attempt to normalize their regimes um I mean where do i sit with it and the support that you know british racing getting behind racing in saudi arabia specifically i guess it doesn't sit it can't sit that well with you when you know how their regime out there it can't you know on a on a morals basis you can't agree with how they i personally sorry not not anyone else i personally can't agree with the, with some of their rulings and the way they di- di- dictate in their country um, does that mean that I wouldn't support racing out there and as an industry out there? No, because I don't think that the, necessarily the two things can be put in the same pot, if that makes sense. I know, you know, people get, you know, people will say that you go out there and you take the paycheck and you have a great time on the gravy train and you come back and you kind of just put to the back of them put to the back of your mind some of the their regime out there. And I think that's probably what a lot of people do. But you have to make a decision. And I'm sure lots of people, lots of intelligent people have gone out there to support Saudi racing in Saudi Arabia and has made a conscious decision on which side of the line they sit on. Mm.
0: I guess. Since Kiran says, like, you know, where would racing draw the line and an owner is taking money? Would Fred West or Peter Sukke have been acceptable owners as long as they pay their bills and put up some decent prize money? Um, I look, it's a very <laughs> It's a subjective thing. It's an emotive issue as well, Tony, you yeah, know, uh, know regards uh, to this. I
2: mean, again, I mean, if you want to go out there and take, and take good money, you know, if you're a broadcaster, then do so. But, you know, but get off my timeline, you know, all this stuff about, oh, it's the best atmosphere I've ever experienced. Pictures of nice pools. Uh, it's like, it doesn't sit well. I mean, you know, yeah. we, we have a situation where, you know, there, you know, the Saudis are bombing Yemen. We've had a situation where the UAE have abstained uh, on the Ukraine situation. Yeah. I mean, it, we're on a very precarious situation with 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 racing in this country about how it's funded and who it's funded by, and you know, if Sheikh Mohammed walked away, what would Newmarket be a ghost town? So, you know, obviously there are wider sensibilities and and it's it's basically the defence of all these people is you know if if the government says it's all right then then it's fine and fine but it doesn't. But it's sit sure, well. it is
0: isn't it, 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 it short term interest Tony and it's a short term personal interest uh, you know in exchange for literally whitewashing ignoring um, the bigger picture on the screen and look, but, look mean, we, 70, have, we have the, a war we have a war in Ukraine at the moment and, and like you know a huge amount of of why Vladimir Putin has been allowed to get to this stage is because he has. Being able to be accepted as as the norm or as as, as, as part of society by by virtue of his of his uh, investment in sport across but the world.
2: Coming back to the the question said, should we should we condemn the trainers? But well, I, I would say no because tra- trainers are effectively employees, uh, employers, uh, employees, aren't they? So mm-hmm. it's you know if the owner says I want to go for that twenty million pound price, then you're going to go for it, whether you agree with it or not, because like I said, you are in, in their employer. but. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. Sit, it's a. It's fundamentally, it's, it's a personal decision, isn't it? And I think mm-hmm. if you if you are making that decision, then you're doing it for purely monetary reasons. You can't come out and you can't come out and say you know it's anything other than than a financial agreement that you're willing mm-hmm. to you're willing to put you know morals to one side. But again, it's a personal decision. Okay, all right. Um, Joseph Caesar.
0: Did anyone see? Well, I obviously we addressed with this. Uh, Matt Chapman's tender defence of Ocean Murphy on the opening show His friendship, but Ocean clearly. Uh, Clouding his personal judgment, Uh, inferred that his case or ban should be treated differently because he's an addict. What does that have relevance to? Strange take. Um, Well, Tony, you put this up on Twitter, and Fan Punt came back to you and said, I'm an addict too. I've been clean and sober for three years. I'm also an adult and therefore responsible for my actions. As much as I've tried, I can't understand Matt's take on this. Um, Adam says, uh Willie, really, who's the mayor that's come um, who's drifted on the exchange for the mayor's It's Allegor de
2: um, Oh, okay. I, it, it, we had some strange drifts last week. We had three or four. Uh this one Honeysuckle know, was one of the Yeah, Honeysuckle was one. Um, Journey with me, John Bond. Bon, yeah. Uh, and Allegora de Devassi drifted to about 16 to one plus for the mayor's hurdle. Um mm. she was you know, disputing favouritism with Brandy left on their market. Drifted on Friday. I know some of the press contacted um the racing manager, the owner. I got in touch with those uh this morning. Um, they didn't give any comment to any journalists on Friday. Um reading between the so they had nothing positive, no negative to report, apparently. Reading between the lines, I suspect she's had a minor problem, but like John Bond. The market's corrected themselves now. She's basically at the same price again now. So, and I do know connections are more interested in finding out the source of the drift, right, as opposed okay. to the actual integrity okay. of the drift. Can so, I just okay.
3: ask Tony? All those, all those horses from all those yards, all those yards had their press days last week. Does mm-hmm. does that tie in with anything? Sort of like press going into um, a yard, seeing something they don't like, whispers circulating. Is that enough maybe. to possibly?
2: But, but well, I. I'll be honest with you, the John Bond situation, I heard on, I heard on fr- Friday morning that John Bond uh, didn't work on Friday morning um, and, you know, and the, by inferences, they weren't happy with it. But then Nikki Henderson comes out on Saturday and says, you know, he worked as well as he possibly could have done. Well,
3: OK,
2: well. That like yeah, those two could are not mutually exclusive because if he didn't yeah. work, then he couldn't have worked badly, could he? So yeah, but at th- this know.
1: time, this this time of year is incredible though in terms of people being so jumpy. Like I, I was on a few of those press mornings last week, and a few pictures were put up, and you know one or two horses might have had you know standing bandages on, and. Like you look yeah. at the pictures when they go up and the comments underneath are, oh, he's wearing a bandage. What's wrong? Was there a problem? You know, and, and like you can see how things would grow legs, you know, and like we've often said it on the show, like if, 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 if Joe Punter knew everything that went on with every horse, no one would ever have a bet. You know, like if you yeah. if you walk down through any of those top yards, go down through all the top Cheltenham contenders, there'll be loads of them wearing bandages overnight for various reasons. They might have they might have got a little scrape or something, and it's perfectly routine. You know, they'll be out and be ridden out the next day. But uh, people are so jumpy. Uh, at yeah. this time of year, it's
0: and- like it's, it's like Kev, like you and me, with our hangovers. More like if people knew how much we actually had to drink last night, would even bother tuning in. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like,
1: just going <just> <laughs> back to <that's laughs> I, I do suspect
2: de Rossi had a minor problem, but clearly, so you know, you can you know, if you you still think it's lingering, you can layer it. Uh, yeah. Five to one, six to um, one.
1: Says, you know, someone, someone, someone lays a few quid, it drifts a couple of points. Someone else that has a position goes, oh Jesus, there might be something here. They lay off a few mm. quid and so on and so forth. And all of a sudden, you go from you go from fours to sixteens, and everyone's getting excited, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, stick with me, price blind, when none of this information is at all relevant. Kieran says, uh, thoughts on Titan Jack. surely a fourteen year old who's clearly over the hill, running in great races and being pulled up. At halfway is a bad look. See how he gets on today. Pulled uh, sorry, out. Pulled out with yeah, a yeah. vest. runner. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Blindy says. Hi, folks. What price would you give me for English King and Supreme next year? Lump job, because he's bloody gone at the flat game. Get him to Willys.
2: <laughs> it's, um, that horse finished, started 132nd um, fab for the 2020 Derby. Going on to Australia, expected to rip it all up. And I think he's beaten three horses out of 35. So, yeah, get on for Supreme next month, or a week, a, 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 a year tomorrow, a year all next the month. Truth.
0: All the shrewds. Um,
2: Nicholas Kemet says,
0: uh, do you think the turners might up, uh, end up with the top three and the betting the only runners? Hard to see anything else having a go. You know, I, I think they will put other horses in there, but certainly um, after Willie's comments, it's going to be a, a very small field because I mean, oh, yeah. what's the point? What's the point? I couldn't, I couldn't, I went through it and I couldn't find I I couldn't find another runner. Yeah, there you go. Paul Robinson says, how, how much do you think a pint of Guinness will be at the festival? My guess would be around £7. And on a similar topic, like, why aren't you allowed to take alcohol into the stands? Just encourage quicker drinking in between." Races, oh, you know, I've taken to the stands, I didn't realize
1: that. A lot of places Uh, you wouldn't be, yeah, yeah. All
0: right, okay, seven (laughs) pounds. I
1: I assume they don't want. Pints being sold at if, horses if, if seven if was... pounds
0: for a pint of Guinness poured in the UK. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ, whatever about Irish beginners for seven pounds, not the crap. If over it down. was that, well, you'd have done about 350 quid last night, <laughs> <wouldn't you? laughs> yeah, before 10 o'clock. TC uh, Robert, Robert Joyce says, What can the sport do about easy rides like minding your handicap for a big race? Elliot's horse for the boodles or numerous JP horses, it's like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. They drift like a barge of the day and get soft rides, but nothing is ever said. Yeah, it isn't there, and, and look, but, that's 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 look, that's just the fabulous. job. That's the job that's for the job. Short. That's yeah.
1: job well the look, short. If, you, if you were listening yeah. last
2: week, I think we mentioned the tie turns. Yeah, quite yeah. pointedly. Yeah, we yeah. did in fairness. Um yeah.
0: Luke I, I, again, I've I've messed up Luke, your second name so many times. I'm just Nicki Minaj, <laughs> it. it's Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Nicki Mirage, Mirage, Luke Muage. We're trying to we're trying to judge thanks for by um, sticking with us, by the way, despite me making an absolute abomination of your name. And we're trying to judge you a horse as well, handicapped. Would you rather focus on horses it has finished in front of, or horses it
3: has finished behind? Good question, actually. Kev. Yeah, I actually thought about this on uh, everyone. I actually thought about this because I thought actually that's a very good question, Lee. It is a good question, Tinashe. Um And I think I mainly focus on the horses he's finished behind, so the horses who finished in front of him. But then mm-hmm. I suddenly started questioning whether that was the right thing or not. Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'd be, i be, I'd be the opposite. I think what's finished behind them is is you know it's all relevant but i think what finishes behind is, is arguably a little bit more relevant um but it's a fair question though Oh, the the from you, from T. T. oh i do yeah. I, look oh, up, both. I look at the whole
0: lot okay good stuff yeah. jeremy james says prize money 3 by 34k and an 85 grand at kempton and then a 2614 national hunt flat race surely a oh, yes. brilliant question and surely question. a one thousand pound each from them four races
2: could have been better distributed. Yeah, yes, brilliant question. Not only yeah. the bumper, the the handicap hurdle beforehand was a really good race. Only six point eight k to the to the winner, and when you get sixty grand novice chases, you know you're only going to get four or five runners. Mm. Uh, I think it's a brilliant question. I, I think all sponsors should take some take some of that you know take some of that money for the sixty grand races and just like. Take take out as much as five grand and stick it on the ones that are on on the ITV. Uh, yeah, or better time. again,
1: they could have just sacked off the bumper and made it a sixty-two grand novice chase. There <laughs> you go, there you go, there you go. Bradley Bradley Lima says, how
0: much money does it take for prices to contract? Example, uh, win my wings went from twenties to six uh, six to one, and do all the big firms share information about what's being backed?
2: Do they? Uh, I would imagine this guy. Obviously, Kevin put out when he was twenties um, on the show on, on the racing only better on Thursday, but. Uh, that all bookmakers will just track the exchange uh, up and uh, up until late on Friday. Uh, it would have taken very little money. I, I was actually okay. tracking that, that horse. And yeah, he was 13 by, he was 13 on the exchange by about, by about mm-hmm. six o'clock. Okay. All right. Kirstie H says, is there any reason the festival races can't keep an anchor part of the
0: title and add a sponsor's name? Uh, Kirstie, I'm with you hundred percent. Like the Derby arc grand national rather than change the whole name. Kirsty, we are with you. We are absolutely unanimous in this. And it's, it's rubbish. It's like, it's just, and it's so frustrating. Even today, we're saying two and a half mile versus three mile because I can't bloody remember if it's yeah. the Mars, <laughs> the Turners, the bloody yeah. RSA. We it's don't help so,
1: ourselves, do we? Yeah, uh, we're, we're, It's ourselves. just
0: ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, Phil H says, uh, do the team have any stats on the average number of races uh, a horse has in its career? Go back to any maiden with 10 plus runners. So few of the horses go beyond three to four runs. I'll probably have the line around 7.5, I was guessing. I don't
2: know. Um, I, I guess uh, look, you'd have to average that
0: up. Phil,
3: yeah. I'm
2: going to, what I'm going to do is we, as
3: we don't know, I'm going
2: to ask Twitter once we've done this. So expect, yeah. a, okay. Twitter, expect a Twitter, expected a Twitter, Last um, couple of questions, Dave Bradshaw. Uh, as five day festival was mooted
0: uh, for 2023, usually by this time the following uh, year's festival has tentative dates in place. Not this year, as far as I can see. Does anyone have any info on this, Dave? We hope mm. Christ <sighs> almighty, Ooh, to Christ Almighty. expect to those cry. out. Honestly, yeah, and good spot. They, they, the they,
1: they couldn't, but the entry numbers and the entry yeah. numbers are so mm. shocking. Mm. Like, it, well, I don't. know it's a big subject, but I think okay. we all know our feelings on it.
0: Okay, Um. alright, listen we are just out of time, Here's because Paul Nichols. Uh, yeah, but thank you <laughs> for all of your questions, we have two more to answer, which TC will get back to on the private line but um, my thanks to Kev, to Vanessa and to Tony, Calvin, and don't forget Racing Only Better on Thursday, so make sure you tune in for that, I'm going back to bed because I am hungover to hell, good luck <laughs>